1: What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Stranded Phase Podcast. I am your host, Jessica Hurley, and I'm back with an awesome guest. You guys know I'm always interested in bringing content that is fit for you and where you are meeting you, where you're at right now to really inspire you to make conscious moves. And sometimes we can do that on our own, but sometimes we need to be inspired by somebody who's taken a real leap of faith and done something and taken that passion and turned it into profitable purpose. And that's what I love is when I see somebody do something that they truly love and just taking that leap and making it work because to be honest, I've never seen a clear path on this. Everyone explains it's great, it's hard, you pivot, you struggle, and then somewhere in the mess of the twisty turn, you come out on top. And this is my favorite story by one of the women I met on Instagram that I just absolutely adore. I love her story. I love this leap of face she took. And for all my inspiring beauty, makeup artists, women who love this industry, this episode is for you. So I'm so excited to introduce my social media friend friend and founder of Kimmy Couture, Kim Gentry.
2: Hi, thank you so much for having me, Jessica. Like, this is really cool. I really appreciate it. And hello to all of your subscribers and listeners. Nice to meet y'all.
1: Stranded family, this is my girl. Because I think we met on Instagram probably like a year ago. Like, this is where real friends are made. Right. And I absolutely adored your energy. I always respect, like, an awesome makeup artist because... I don't know how to do makeup. So I'm always like, oh, man, I'm like, this art, you guys are so good. How do you do this? And I was just watching some of your thank videos you. and your energy. And I was like, girl, teach me all the ways, but you were too far. But it's okay. I was like, I'm about to watch all these videos. This girl's makeup is on fleek. And- oh,
2: thank you, thank you, thank you.
1: And we had a few couple generic conversations. And I think I learned that you worked in HR. You were an HR professional doing makeup on yep. the side, had a real passion mm-hmm. for fashion, beauty, mm-hmm. and just the beauty industry yes. and makeup. Absolutely. And boom, out of nowhere, you come out with this Kimmy <laughs> Couture bag. And I was like, what is this? How did you do it? It has had some insane success. And so before we jump into the success of the Kimmy mm-hmm. Couture bag, Tell me from HR professional for over 10 years to Mm -hmm. taking this somewhat side hustle to saying, I'm going to create something that everyone needs. What inspired you to do this? Where were you like, I'm going to do this no matter what anyone says. And I know it's needed in Mm -hmm. the industry.
2: Right. Well, of course, HR is like a stable industry. You know, if you're good at it, you can kind of go far, be steady and all this other stuff. So it was kind of a secure place for me to be. And although I love beauty, I just didn't give it like the respect and love it deserved. And I didn't think I was good enough to get into that industry as a whole. Like I didn't feel like I had the, you know, the skills or whatever to just jump in. So I kind of dabbled with it on the side a lot. And so being an HR that long, like I knew I was a hard worker. So I just kind of really wanted to, I found myself in a position of wanting to get out of this job. Like it basically came down to that. So I just, you know, after trying so many things and dabbling here and there, I just kind of said, you know what, I'm just going to put one foot in front of the other. I started binging on podcasts. I started binging on stuff that would just kind of motivate me to not stop. And once I decided, like, the light switch went on, I was like, okay, I'm going to do this. So I was actually, like, on a plane, and I did not like going in the plane bathrooms, but I hated landing ugly, like, like, I'm from L.A. So, like, coming from the East Coast to L.A., that's a long journey. Four right hour fight. Fight. so i was just like <laughs> like before you land you have to get yourself together so i was like man like if i just had something like a mirror that would hold itself maybe like light and like you know maybe something that would hold my stuff like that would be so dope and i didn't even think twice about it i was like whatever kept rolling went on so and everything like,
1: you had this compiled in, you were basically like, if i could just do this at my seat i would yeah like if i that, if I that's had a whole mess if sorry. you take everything out
2: Right. You know, I just wanted to have a station. Like, literally, if I could have a travel vanity station, like, that would be dope. And I did not at the time think about myself at all. Like, I wasn't even thinking about what the possibilities were. I was just like, I need to find this because obviously it's out there. So it wasn't. And I was like, how crazy would it be if I, you know, did this or whatever. So I kind of just started looking up stuff and like trying to, I exhausted myself looking for it online because I kept needing validation for this idea that was in me. And, you know, even if I found one, I should have just continued anyway, because what's mine is mine. But I just needed to know that there wasn't anything out there. So I went and just kept searching for like, suppliers manufacturers and then i finally after so much searching and talking and a bunch of no's finally someone said yes and we kind of worked together to use it and i didn't even tell anyone like i was just like i'm not telling anyone about this because i just don't know and then you know so i created it and once i got the sample like i literally told my mom after i got the sample like she was like how is this happening behind my back so it was just kind of one of those things like i just needed to get out of my situation and i needed to like step forward. And I think, you know, for me, it was just about not stopping and just, you know, going ahead with it and giving myself permission to be a part of an industry that I just, you know, didn't think I was worthy of being in. So.
1: Wow. This is so incredible because there's so many people that, it's like they say that the place with the most dead ideas is like the graveyard. Like most people die with Mm -hmm. their ideas. And every single one of us, I think Sarah Blakely said it, is like every single person, on planet Earth, has had million a million dollar Yes, yeah, every yes. single person. And then, <laughs> yes. what do they do? They go to sleep. They wake up. And they're like, nah, like
2: <laughs> no, right, like just no. It's stupid. <laughs> like nah.
1: no way. Or that that's so stupid. Or I'm going to say it to someone. and They're going right. to be like, oh, that's kind of dumb. Or that already right, exists. running
2: it past people who you know you don't need to run it past. And like you know, that's what I didn't do. That's another thing I didn't do is I didn't start running it past a bunch of people. Like.
1: Good for you. I
2: was given the idea and I just decided like, okay, this is mine. And that was it. And she was absolutely right. You know, everyone has ideas. That's not really, we're not lacking in ideas. We're lacking in putting one foot in front of the other and not stopping. I think people think there's like some secret weapon, but honestly, like of all my ideas and all the businesses I've tried to start, the only difference between this one is I didn't let anything stop me. I kind of just said, I'm going to go, 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 go. I'm not going to stop. I'm just going to keep going. I didn't let other ideas pivot me or give me procrastination or anything like that. I just said, I have this idea and I'm going to see it through. So
1: were you facing a huge loss if this didn't work out? Like, did you have a major investment involved? Was it like, I'm going to put all this money into this. And if it doesn't work, I could lose a ton of money.
2: I think after I had purchased the bags, I could have lost money there. But I think that for me, and this is going to sound like all like whatever cliche, but honestly the biggest loss to me would be, you know, just, Two things. Dying on the inside. Like, look, look, I've tried so many things. I've tried. So I didn't know how many more things in the beauty industry, you know, I would want to try before I just said, forget it. And then the other thing is I recently had my daughter. And I just was, the whole time I was pregnant, I was paranoid because I was just like, what is she going to think of me? Like, I want to teach her all these things. And like, I want her to know that she could do this and she can do that. But then like, you know, your kids believe what they see. And it's like, how would I tell her like, oh, whatever your dream is, whatever you're good at, that's what you need to pursue, like what you love. And I never did. And it's like, I wasn't willing to be that person for her. I honestly just wasn't willing for her to look at me and be like, well, how can you tell me to do what I need to do? And you never take the leap and did what she needs to do. I was not about to be a hypocrite. So I was like, listen, I'm about to do this. And I'm about to show her that, you know, everything I'm about to tell you, you can do it. Like, and that's what I did. I didn't let stupid things stop me. And I think there's a lot of really dumb things that tried to stop me. And I just, you know, didn't let it happen. I think for me, it was way more simple than, and, and I say simple as in like the major key is I did not stop. Like, I think that is a major key is I kept putting one foot in front of the other. And I think if I can do it, anybody could do it. Like, that's just pretty much how I see it now. I'm like, oh, so you just have to not stop. Okay.
1: From the that time
2: you thought of this
1: idea, you walk up this airplane, you're like, hmm, that would be cool. Mm-hmm. Like, and we'll talk about the uniqueness of this product in a minute. But you know, that mm-hmm. would be cool. And then from that to like actually getting the first sample, how long was that time frame?
2: I would say a little over a year.
1: Oh, so wow. not that
2: long yeah
1: wow so from that like you did all your research resourcefulness mm-hmm. went found mm-hmm. a manufacturer and then you have it made mm-hmm. and during yeah. this time of this whole year process where you are like this is dumb I need to stop
2: there were a lot of times I thought it was dumb like you know when I finally found a supplier there were times I thought it was dumb and then there were times where I was just like why would anyone buy this for me and it you know, maybe if I was an influencer, maybe if I was a real makeup artist, like people would buy this from me. And then even when it was so dumb, like I was not giving myself, give this to somebody who'd be able to, you know, have the authority and then I just profit from it. But it's not me because I don't have that. And, you know, and then when that supplier started giving me samples, like you know I have a really good team around me like very close my brother and I are very close and my husband obviously and I are very close so when it first came out my brother was like well when it first got the design together my brother was like okay that's ugly so you're not going to sell that and then when I started going on with the process my husband was like okay that's not durable you need to switch this like there was a lot of things that came into it and I think I loved it because their instructions and criticism showed me that they had faith in what I was doing as opposed to being careless and being like, okay, yeah, that's fine. Or that's fine. Like them really, really, you know, being honest with me gave me confidence and like, okay, so okay, so this is dope, but this is wrong, or this is okay. So I need to like do this and go back to the drawing board and like do this. And there was a lot of pivots that took place throughout the whole process and being able to move with those and not being so like attached to the wrong thing. It really helped me get to where to the point where I was like, oh, this is it. Like, this is it. I wouldn't suggest running it past a bunch of people, but my people that believed in me and that were close to me, they really had some good input and it just really helped it and helped my confidence. And, you know, that was that.
1: This is critical, though. The people you surround yourself when you create something (laughs) and being silent in the process. Yes, you're supposed to ask for help, but everyone does not need to validate your idea. People no, from the cheap sheets no. do not need to,
2: your job does not need to know what you're doing. No, 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 no. Like there is so much like when you're really like, when you have something that is good and you start getting, you know, falling in love with it and start thinking, Oh, this is the idea. This is it. It takes almost nothing for someone to destroy it. Like when I listen to like, jay-z and kanye and you hear them talking about themselves and they sound so like arrogant and cocky what you have to understand is like people like that shield themselves with those things because when you hear doubt and you hear that you can't make your surroundings tell you you can't or like whatever it is like people who love you and want the best for you don't believe you can like those type of things can really take you from being great to being not so great like that's just make really what it comes tall. down to like,
1: Make you two inches tall.
2: Oh, two inches tall. Like, seriously. And and these are people that, please don't confuse it. These are people that love you and care about you. But if they don't see it or if they're afraid of you getting let down, if they're afraid of you inserting yourself into something that you're going to fail, if they're afraid of this and that, like, you cannot even, you can't come close to that type of stuff. Like, it is, like I said, I moved from L.A. to the East Coast. Okay, like I literally was ripped from every comfort zone, every person, my family, everyone to this isolated phase in my life where it's like, I literally had so little noise in my mind about what I was capable of, like, you know, less events, less people, less comparisons, less everything where it's like, I faced this isolation where it's like, this is my idea and I'm holding on to it. This is mine this is mine. I'm going to do it. And I have to credit that as well to being away from a lot of things and like not feeling the need to share it with people. Like I wasn't going to social events like that. I was YouTubing and editing and doing stuff like that. So I wasn't in situations where I even felt the need to talk about it. It was like, Oh Kim, what are you up to right now? Oh yeah. I'm waiting on a supplier to get back with me about this bag. Oh, what's this bag? Like, no, there was none of that. It was like, I was head down. So when the product came back, I got even more confident. And I was like, this is it. This is it. This is it. So by the time I even got the courage to face anyone, I had built up the walls of like confidence around me so that the pricking that came, the chipping away that came and anything that came, it was like, look, I'm over here talking to myself, building myself up. So where anything anybody says, it's like, I'm kind of immune a little bit to that and all of that matters. So can we take credit moving away?
1: Can I pause you for a second and point out what you just said and how relevant this is to this time that we're in? Is you talked about how you, your idea was safe and you credit it to being away from a lot of the people that you used to show face for.
0: Go there, go there. (laughs) And a lot of us are showing
1: face. We don't even realize how fast we're running, how we're chasing all the things that other people have, how comparison comparison is so heavy. And I just released a podcast episode today where I talk about this by myself, but I'm Mm. talking about is if you guys don't see that everything that we've ever wanted to do that we've always put off at bay things like what you guys have all the time to meditate but I don't because I have a job and I have kids and I have a husband and I have soccer Mm -hmm. practice and I have this but I don't don't have time to meditate Mm -hmm. I don't Mm -hmm. have time to journal I don't have time to get to know myself I don't have time oh you got all this time to create products and services (laughs) and a side hustle must be nice for you I don't have that type of time what guess what what You have time now. You have time to isolate. And during this isolation, this is a gift. If you don't see it that way, it is a gift to stop looking at everyone else. Do not enroll in the scarcity. Do not enroll in the same cyclical cycle of stuck. Enroll in an opportunity to be quiet and get to know yourself and create and innovate and learn a new skill and dive deep into something that is solely for you, about you, and to the benefit of you and your family. Imagine two weeks of solace on something that is just for the betterment of you if you don't think that we're the idea and concept, the idea and concept is trash if you think that we weren't all put on this earth for no purpose every single one of us have a divine purpose it is just the highest percentage ever now more than ever doesn't understand what that purpose is but now you have two weeks of sirens that will never happen again in your life Never happen again in your life that you have two weeks to sit still and like Kimmy just mentioned, her most successful moments were building this bag and this concept and learning how to sell it without the
2: noise. No, I had self quarantine before that was a thing. Like, exactly, me moving here, me moving here to the East Coast without my you know tribe and people, it feels isolating in and of itself. So I was already quarantined you know, mornings waking up at five before work or nights staying up late till one and two a.m. Like I was quarantining myself, the weather quarantine. I wasn't used to cold weather. I wasn't used to snow. Like I was running from snow like that cold weather. I didn't know anything about it. So like for me, that I didn't even think about that. But That is so true. I was self-quarantining myself and my own thoughts and my mind and my vision was so tunnel vision and pouring myself through podcasts through like, you know, I honestly wasn't watching Netflix. I wasn't doing anything like that. Like I was using that time to pour into myself, getting ideas, concepts. I learned about email lists. I learned about product, uh, promoting products and like how people, you know, sell and how people talk and how people relate to other people or how to tell your story, which I'm still kind of working on. Like I have no clue how to do that, but there's listening a season to all of that, for this.
1: There's a season for this. If you are not is. exempt, you cannot avoid this season to lead the no. leads to success.
2: No, people want to skip the rite of passage. The rite of passage is to close yourself in and listen to yourself. You have to do, if you do not take a moment and if your habit is to constantly tell people what your next move or idea is, there is some form of gratification you get from telling people that doesn't lead to action. Mm. So like the gratification I was getting was from taking action, not from telling people. It's the human
1: mind. Listen, A word.
2: <laughs> there are too many people telling,
1: telling their you. ideas for validation that doesn't lead to action. Yes, that
2: doesn't lead to action because the truth is we are humans. Not You know, we're human. So if you're telling people about what you plan on doing constantly, you know, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Yeah, I'm going to go here. I'm going to do that. And then when you give yourself some credit because you're just like, oh, I thought it's an amazing idea. that you know, and they liked it. Oh, yeah, it was all good. It's like now you are spending that gas when that gas should have been you taking the steps to record that podcast or to do whatever it is to promote yourself. Like you're spending all your gas doing that. So my gas was not spent on telling anybody. My gas was reserved for taking the next step. And that's how I spent my energy and my gap, moving. Woo! Y'all hear
1: this word? This is so funny. This makes me think of my kids when, like, my stepdaughter is always like, when I hear a older kid, they'll always say, like, oh, well, I wasn't going to do it. But then, like, and it's like, well, I wasn't <laughs> right. going to do it doesn't count. Like, you no, don't get credit. you can't credit. give yourself credit. Right. Right. You don't get credit for, like, no. thinking you weren't going to do it, but you still did it. Like,
2: no, like, no, no credit there. You don't there. get credit for considering doing the right thing. Right.
1: No. <laughs> Oh, this is good. Okay. Mm -hmm. So let's slide into the imposter syndrome for a second, because I heard you mention not once, not twice, but three times that you just mentioned it in common conversation that one of the Mm -hmm. things that held you up a lot was like, maybe I should give this bag to someone else and just profit. Because I'm sure Mm -hmm. leading up because a real entrepreneur is you'll learn that the process is just as fun. Like building, oh, yeah. building the product, creating the thing, like getting mm-hmm. the course done. Mm-hmm. Like you're like, Oh, people are oh, going to yeah. love this. It's going to be so yes, great.
2: Yes, and then yes. you get
1: to the point where you have to sell it and you're like, meow, you like, clam oh, like up. Oh, I don't know. Right. <laughs> Cause you're like, wait, no one's going to think it's as you great made it as I you do. This. I don't
2: know. Like I like it. Maybe you like it too. I don't know. Like-,
1: <laughs> <laughs> like addicted entrepreneurs, we get obsessed with the process right. and then we forget how exactly. we're actually going to sell the thing. And right And then, so you're like, this is getting closer and closer. The windup is, Mm -hmm. it's winding down. And you're like, oh, I got to sell this. And I only have a couple thousand followers. Like, I got to sell this. And I've actually closed off my circle for a while. So now I got to get loud again. How do I get this thing out there?
2: So what I had to realize is, Okay, when I was younger, I used to, like, look at makeup artists and, like, when I say younger, I mean, like, maybe in high school and college. There's makeup artists that I follow now on Instagram that I knew in person when I was, like, 15 or 16. And when I was that age, they called themselves professional makeup artists. And then now they're on Instagram and they're like, yeah, we're professional makeup artists. But then I had to think, like, okay, when I was 15, you were, like, maybe 20. Like, (laughs) you were calling yourself a professional and I looked at you like a professional and now that we think about it, you was only doing it at Mac for maybe sixty days. So you weren't no professional but you were saying that. So I had to like realize, okay, I need to make sure I'm looking at myself as an authoritative figure in this field because at the end of the day, you don't go, go from zero to expert. You really have to like go through the slips and falls and learn and practice. And that. So around March of 2019, I think it was March or of February, I literally posted my first picture of some makeup that I did for myself. That was the first time I emerged online and said, yeah, I did my makeup. I'm doing a scary thing. I'm doing my makeup. So I was like, I have to do this. My cousin who lives with me right now, she was like, post this right now. Like, you're going to do it, do it. And she's like, younger millennial. So she's like, stop, like, do it. I don't care. And I was like, okay, she's young. She knows. So <laughs> I did to the it. What's young person? Right. <laughs> like, okay. She's okay. Are you sure? Like, okay. Like, I'm old. So I did it. And I started, you know, posting more. I didn't even have a ring light or anything like that. I just said, okay, I'm going to post. I'm going to post. I'm going to do my makeup and practice on people that I know. And I still said nothing about the bag. I was just like, I'm going to, you know, focus on the makeup piece and again like I have this is not the first business venture I have tried like I've made creams in my kitchen like I've tried starting websites like I've done all of this so this was like I knew the key was me not stopping at this point I knew the key was I need to believe in myself and not stop so I started doing makeup putting myself out there and most of my friends who know me personally even though they know I'm in HR they were not surprised at all they were like oh duh like of course you're talking about BB. like this is what you do all the time But I never gave myself the authority to be like a professional. So now that people are like, oh, this is obviously you. I was so worried about being an imposter. But people saw that in me before I ever did. So it was like, okay, obviously you're doing this. So I talked about makeup a lot. I never mentioned the bag. never mentioned anything else. So I did a countdown on my page that... I announced that I was gonna release a product. Most people, because I did makeup, they assumed it was gonna be a makeup product. But business wise, that wasn't very that wouldn't be, you know, smart business wise for me because you know, there's so much makeup out there and there's many reasons why it just wasn't smart, manufacturing wise and all this other stuff. So I knew what I wanted to do and I did a countdown. So when I released it, I think the fact that There was a portion of people that were just like, okay, so you're serious. Like, okay, so we're doing this. Like, this is what we're doing. And my people came through. Like, the few little thousand people that were following me, I was actually working at my job the day that I released the bag. I went into work, and I was like, I released the bag, like, it was like 3 a.m. the night before. I finally got the video up. Instagram was tripping, whatever. So I finally got the video up, and after doing this 10-day countdown, and I was like, okay, went to sleep, took a nap. For two seconds actually I don't even know if I took a nap for 15 minutes went to work the next day kind of you know anxious at work because I was like I want to see who's buying it like I want to see you know what's going on so when I was leaving work and headed home I was getting texts from people like I'm getting off work and I need to buy this bag please hold one for me and I was like I'm in the car driving I can't hold till I like, get home but you know there'll be some left like I don't even know what you're like Tripping of course around. there's gonna be bags left I bought like a hundred to begin with so I was like obviously there's gonna be bags left like whatever I pull into my driveway and I look online, and there is one bag left what? after selling that morning.
1: In 24 hours?
2: Not even 24. I, yeah, less than 24 okay, hours. Okay, explain to me driveway. this.
1: Explain this moment to me. Like, you look at this, and you're like, oh, my God. What do you feel?
2: I... I'm honestly just shook. I'm just like, I couldn't believe it. I just was shook. I was anxious. I had no sleep. I was just like, this is like, I just kind of couldn't believe it. It was just kind of like, what is happening right now? And I go inside the house and I tell my husband, I'm like, there's one bag left on here. People are texting me like, I will PayPal you right now. Like, I can't get online. Like, what do you need to do? I need to get this bag. And I was like, there's one left. So I was just kind of like, it, i was shocked like i just was like i couldn't believe it. this was happening and i think people like okay duh they sold you have a thousand followers and you had you know a couple thousand followers and it's a hundred bags that is so false if i wouldn't selling something else or but you know that is just not it doesn't work like that your followers don't equal sales that's just not how it works so i was shocked that you know 100 people wanted this bag. I was very much shocked because I did not promote the actual bag. I literally released it that day to sale that day. And at that day, it sold. No one had seen it before, no one knew it was coming, no one knew what kind of product it was. That was to me, I was like, okay, this can actually happen. If I could sell a hundred, I could probably sell more. But I mean, a hundred more than a hundred people don't even need this bag. Like, there's so many thoughts going in my head. Like so mm. many dumb and whatever
1: thoughts. Even though you've been successful in less than twenty-four hours, <laughs> all the doubt. I always tell people the old you <sighs> will fight the new you for the rest of your oh. life
2: there was a fight going on in my head. Like more than a hundred people don't even need this. Like, wait, okay. These are just, you have a hundred friends. This like, is a oh, luxury bag. Just,
1: Nobody's going to buy this oh, bag.
2: Oh, I, so many things. It was so many thoughts. Like I was just like, it was kind of so ridiculous. And I was just praying. I was like, I was praying for multiple things. And the two things I was praying for was number one, I didn't want to leave my job on a bad note. And I also wanted to be fully supported by, as far as leaving my job concerned. I wanted to be fully supported by my husband because I want you know, financially, you got to think about the whole, you got a family. So
1: I want to go into this. I want to ask you one question. Yeah. So we have this (laughs) successful 24 hours. You sell 99 bags Mm -hmm. and you're like, so now, even though the doubt and the fear is creeping in, you're also Mm -hmm. like, you're validated. You're like, this might actually work. I could continue to try this. And so you're on this high and then you go to work the next day.
2: Which is like, I always just forget about this because it's so ridiculous, but I go into work the next day and My boss, nobody even knows what's going on in my personal life. They don't know about the bags. They don't know about anything, like whatever. I go into work and by noon, my boss sits me down and tells me he's changing my position. And, you know, he knows I probably won't be able to do it. And like, it's just this whole conversation of basically like, we need someone else to fill this position for X, Y, Z reasons. And... I mean, being in HR for over 10 years, I know I'm good at what I do. I know I'm amazing. Like, that, as far as that's concerned, I have way more confidence. Like, beauty world, not so much. In HR, in business, in working, that's period. I have not a lot. So when he said this, I literally was sitting there like, oh, this is insane. Like, I was like, this man doesn't even know. I just launched my entire idea online yesterday to my community and he's sitting me down telling me i have he's gonna Money be someone else don't. in this position i was like god you are you I was sitting
1: there like are, you what? are a comedian you are a comedian
2: <laughs> you are a funny something okay because he's like i'm gonna validate you a little bit and i'm gonna and push you out I'm on g- a cliff and i'm gonna push you out and me and my husband were literally planning i always said we were financially planning the faith out of it Like, we were just like, okay, we're going to financially plan for me to leave my job at some point, like maybe a year later, whatever. I was going to say, what was the projected time?
1: What was the safe plan? Were you
2: like one to two years, I'll quit my job? Yeah, it was definitely like one to two years. Yeah, definitely. Not even, not less than that at all. Because it was like, if at one year we have this and this is going this way, then we'll do it then. And then if at two years, okay, we'll just wing it. But definitely like in a year, maybe if things go this way. And God was like, "Okay, you're either going to have faith, or you're, and give me the glory and credit, or you're going to do this your way, and then it's going to turn into Kim and Blaine, you know, financially planned to have this happen, and then I'd be walking around with this like cape on, like, yeah, we planned this, and you know, spreadsheet queen, it. no, 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 he's like, I'm doing this, or you're doing this." And yeah. Trust me. You, you want me to do this. You, you don't want to do this.
1: You did your due diligence. You put the time mm-hmm. in. You didn't skip the season. The, I think no, I like what you called it—the rite of passage. You did it all the mm-hmm. right way. But that, now I need you to trust me. I'm going to do my part. Yes. And yes. that is such a hard concept, especially oh if goodness. we're living tight. If we're even if we're not, mm-hmm. but if, if our lives are planned and that has always mm-hmm. worked, this is very different. This is entrepreneurship yes. is very different. Very, very
2: different it's very different. Like, and I, you know, my husband comes from a family of entrepreneurs and I don't. And I did not, I knew in my heart that I was, but I just didn't know how that worked. Logistically, I honestly did not know how that worked. When I listened to podcasts and I listened to things, I actually got more of a roadmap as to how this actually works. And when I say roadmap, I don't mean like one plus one equals success. I mean like how mentally you're supposed to be addressing certain things as you go forward, like how mentally you're supposed to think about it, like your actual what to expect, which is don't expect like, and how to actually work and digest being an entrepreneur like that is what I needed. And that's what I filled myself up with. But honestly, like I felt safer with plans. I mean, I've been working since I was 15, so I knew how to work. Like that was not even a question for me, but as far as working for myself and actually having confidence in me, you know, doing what I needed to do, that was different. And so this was a whole thing. Like I needed to be on one accord with every, like I needed, and I don't want, I don't like bad energy, no matter who the person is. I don't like bad, relationships and i was just like i don't want to leave my job on a bad note things are going shaky there and i don't want to leave on a bad note so anyway when he sat me down he said this and i came home and actually agreed with my boss i was like yeah i think you're right he's like really like he was happy because it's almost like yeah he probably wanted to go in there and you're fired but he didn't have any leg to stand on so when i agreed with him like yep okay you're probably right like i didn't take it crazy i listened and You know, I I took it. it. And I was like, you're probably right. And so when I came home and I told my husband, he's like, wow. He was like, yep. So this is it. Basically, like, you're leaving that job. That's it. And when I approached him to tell him, I was like, yeah, he's thinking I need to do this. So maybe I need to do that. My husband's like, what? That was your sign. I don't even know. What are we even talking about? Like, you're leaving.
1: Yeah. You don't need another certification. You're not going to push yourself to stay in HR. Like, no, like, this is is, is
2: it. You did it. And like, when your head is down so long, you're just like. I don't even know, like, is this really it? I'm not ready. I'm not ready to do that again.
1: I did it one day, but I don't think I can do it again. Right. Like,
2: how would this work? Like, what do you mean? Like, uh, you know, and so it was just hard for me to even grasp the concept when it's so against what I think is going to happen. And this is so magical. I
1: I think we pray for what we want and then it smacks us dead in the face and it looks different. It looks very different. Oh, it looks so different. And we're like, oh.
2: well, Right. Because we want the answer prayer with all the answers. Like, we want, okay, here's your answer prayer and then here's how it's going to plan out and then here's all the answers right here. And it's like... You know, we want a spoiler alert on all the success that's we want We want to
1: answer prayer with a blueprint, <laughs> <laughs> right? Can you put it on a PDF for me, God? <laughs>
2: yeah, like can you can you spell it, and then I'll sign it. And right. then, like you, okay, what's guaranteed on this deal? Yeah, but we want we don't want a spoiler alert on any movie, any shows. We get mad when people tell what happens, who gets the food. Like we don't want none of that. But when it comes to our story, and our life, and our business, it's like give me all the facts. What's the end? Tell me the end game. And it's like, wait a minute. We don't do life this way yeah. any
1: in any other way.
2: No, yeah, any other way, except, you know, with your business and it's your life. It's like, you want the end story. We don't want the end on nothing else. I'm telling you, like, it's crazy. And it's like, we don't, because the Lord is like, listen, what I'm teaching you this whole way are the answers. So you don't even know what those answers are going to lead you to at the end. Like, I can't jump the gun on this. I have to put you through this and this and this and this. And then when it comes to this, you'll be like, oh, I know how to do that because I did this. Oh, I know how to get through that because I did this. It's like, you have to go through that. And for me, it's like, I needed to know the struggle. What am I facing? What is going to be the biggest? When am I going to be broke? And then when am I going to get the money again? And then when am I going to, you know, and it's like everything is a faith walk and I'm learning so much on the way that even now I'm just like, Man, I never would have thought I knew this much about products, beauty, the industry, sales, marketing, taking action. I never thought I would know this much about those things, and it only came because, that, you know, God was like, hey, i put you through the ringer, real quick," and then that's what happened.
1: So, quick synopsis: How long have you been an entrepreneur to date?
2: <laughs> October. It was October of last year. Like maybe it was October 10th when I launched the bag. So.
1: And you're still floating. and surviving.
2: Yep. Yes.
1: Six months later. And how many yep. bags to date? Give us a roundabout. How many bags to date have you sold? A, l- a little over 500. This is incredible. And that's. <laughs> that's almost 100 bags a month. So you did it over. Oh, and, wow. Over, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah see? <laughs> you did it over and over and over again. And now you're preparing. Yeah. What's the next step for Kimmy Couture? So now there's a plan. So, what's next?
2: Yeah. So my Q1 goal was to get it on Amazon Prime, which is what I did. And it's on Amazon Prime right now. And so what I'm working on is like new products. You know, just coming out with, I had some ideas to begin with. So I'm actually like pivoting around certain things, but I want to come out with makeup adjacent products for like, you know, artists and the everyday person. So I found that my bag, a lot of everyday people love it. And then there's a lot of artists that love it that are just like, oh, this is it. So I think that I'm very much both. So I didn't want to create anything that was 100% artist or 100% I hate makeup. You know, I'm definitely right in the middle where it's like I have a love and respect for it. But then it's like, look, on my everyday, this is how I roll every day. So coming out with products that are fun, that are glam, that have nothing to do with makeup, but can make you feel glam.
0: So Mm. I'm not necessarily
2: moving in the direction of like creating actual makeup that you wear, but more so products that assist in makeup wearing and traveling and things like that.
1: Bam. This is so awesome. So you went from like, Mm -hmm. I'm going to try this to like, now I'm on my second product. I know how to sell. I know how to market. And my top 100 was enough. Because I I tell people this all the time. There's Russell Brunson, one of the greatest marketers of all time talks about Mm -hmm. this all the time. You don't need 20,000 followers. You need a top 100. Mm -hmm. And then at some point you can grow to your top 1000, but you need a top Mm -hmm. 100. And if you can sell them a product over and over and over again, if it solves Mm -hmm. a problem for them and you had your top 100, that was all you needed. And mm-hmm. I, we didn't get a chance to talk about this, but explain to my audience a little bit the uniqueness of this bag. What makes this bag so great?
2: So, what makes this bag great is that it is a travel bag. So, it fits on top of your carry on, it's waterproof. And what makes it super unique is that it has an unbreakable mirror inside. And most importantly, it has lights, LED lights on the inside. So, if you're on a plane, and it's dark, you need to get ready, or if you're in the Uber, or if you're in, you know, just a dark area where you need to get ready and do your face, there's lights in it. But it doesn't look like a crazy, uncomfortable case. It's like, you know, soft, waterproof case with sections, and you can pretty much take it anywhere. And and
1: yeah. it's also sturdy, like you can set it on your lap. Oh, yeah. Because I saw definitely. that and all my makeup bags are always like, they're like falling off the side of my
0: lap. This no. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> is definitely like sturdy, like you can it's like a case that you could take with you and like sit it on your lap fold the top up and do your makeup and it's just there and watches you do it like it's very portable very it's inconspicuous it's black it doesn't look like it's you know some crazy shiny studded out case you know those are beautiful too but this is very much like you know i need to get ready it serves a purpose it's high quality and yeah it's my favorite
1: y'all kimmy couture brought us a portable vanity this yes. is so awesome. It's a mobile vanity. I love it. And it's
2: Marvel compact. Vanity straight up.
1: I love yes. it. I love it. I love it. So tell my audience where they can stock you, where they can stock your brand, and most importantly, where they can get this bag.
2: Yes. So you can stalk me at Kimi Couture on Instagram, or I have a YouTube page. Which is also Kimi Couture. And then you can stock the bag and any products that are coming out and just beauty tips and things like that on shop Kimi Couture on Instagram. And you can find the bag on Amazon. So if you go to the link in any of those pages, you can also the link of, for Amazon is in there. Or you can search Kimmy Couture Beauty on Amazon or Makeup Bag with Lights on Amazon. You know, search any of those things and it will come up. And a lot of people, it will get to you the next day. i on Prime.
1: Yay! This is so awesome. I've been watching your journey from the start. I remember the day you messaged me and you were like, "It's happening. I'm doing this tomorrow." And I was like, "Okay, let's do this thing. I'll help. How can I help?" Right, right, right. I was just so proud of you because I had watched you literally go from like I want this to like I'm gonna make it happen. And this is it. Be an... the people
2: you just meet, man. It be the people you just meet that see something in you, and I, I that meant so much to me. Like when you saw me and you really saw me, and you were like, "This is it. We're doing this." That. I got to tell you that meant so much to me and still does. So
1: thank you. I love your energy. (laughs) I want to hone in on that for a second because even though you were quarantined and quiet in the creation process, Mm -hmm. when you came out with this, the people who needed to show up, they came, they came out of the woodwork Mm -hmm. and it Mm -hmm. wasn't like, I tell people this all the time. Your best friends won't make you rich. They won't, they won't be your best buyers. They mm-hmm. won't be. And if they do, they'll support you one time. But you need a forever business. And so they're not going to keep buying all your stuff. Period. Your friends won't be rich. But when you, when you do something with passion and purpose and you move in that light and you come out, I promise you the people you need will show up when they need to. That's what I said when I saw you. I came out and I said, hey, I see you doing your thing. How can I help? Out of nowhere. And
2: period. Out of nowhere.
1: And I'm sure there were multiple people that did that for you as well. And they just...
2: Oh, period. People that didn't know me. Like, you know, your own mentor, Ronnie Brown, didn't know me from A Fly on the Wall. And she posted my back and supported me. Like, there's just people that I was just kind of like in awe. Like, but when you see somebody, you know. And you're just like, and now that I'm in it so heavily, when I see certain things, I recognize it. And so... You know, it's just it takes one to no one type deal where it's like someone can see you and see like, okay, they're really trying and they're grinding and they're really on top of it. They're really trying to do this. Like they're really passionate. Like you could start to see that. And people out of nowhere came that was just like, oh, this is it. I'm supporting you. Mm. And that was really humbling. So definitely do it. And people will be like, okay, I'm down. Let's go,
1: man. Y'all, it's time to self-quarantine. And I keep saying this self-quarantine is going to create, it's creating a mess right now, but it's going to create some leaders, some innovators and oh, some incredible mm-hmm. healers. And this could be mm-hmm. you. Kim is literally a testament to having some quiet mm-hmm. time and getting really clear with yourself and creating something that really stands behind your passion and helps you lead in your purpose. So I'm so mm-hmm. excited for where Kimmy Couture is headed. I'm so excited for you. And thank you so much for joining us on the Strain of podcast.
2: Thank you. I enjoyed it.